Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. You are listening to Red Carpet Rendezvous with your host, Lauren Conlon. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Red Carpet Rendezvous. I'm your host, Lauren Conlon, and welcome to the special Emmys episode. So I was supposed to have my friend from the radio, Brad Blinks, on today, but he unfortunately had to back out because he wasn't feeling well. Hopefully it's not COVID-related, but who knows. Um, But, you know, we have my friend Frank Morano here, who is also a radio personality. Um, And welcome, Frank. Well, uh, it's great to be here, and nobody I'd rather be a last-minute replacement to than Brad Blanks. Uh, I have to warn you, though, I do not know nearly as much about the Emmys specifically or award shows as general, uh, in general as Brad does. So uh, as disappointed as you are not to have Brad here, <laughs> you more disappointed when you hear what I have to say. No, stop. I'm super excited. Um, you were the first person that I thought of. And you know what? I think it would be oh, fun second. if— Maybe the second. Well, I mean, first person I thought of after Brad, um, but I think it'd be fun one day for all of us to, to get together and, and talk about this stuff because I think we all have really strong opinions and I think that we all have different opinions. So You are such a Brad Blanks groupie. Like it's almost <laughs> so. Um, wow, yeah, I hate you. I'm not sure if I can handle the two of you in the room together, uh, but we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll be game because I'm so fond of each of you. I'll certainly be willing to give it a try. Well, that's really nice, Frank. Um, so, okay. So the Emmy is this year, September yes. 20th. So now they made an announcement. Apparently it's going to be virtual. Jimmy Kimmel is still going to be the host, but yeah, it's going to be from everybody's houses, from everybody's couches. And um, I'm pretty disappointed in that. I knew there would be a virtual aspect of it, but I didn't think that it would be all virtual. Um, I think that a lot of people might not tune in because most people love the red carpet and the dresses and the interviews. And I don't know. What do you think? Well, I tend to agree with you, but I'm hoping the producers can try and do something really creative. Now, um, I love these award shows because it's really the last thing in America where, aside from maybe some live sporting events, where it's live and you have all sorts of people watching and there's an opportunity to see something unpredictable happen. We all remember, I guess, most recently, the most unpredictable moment was when Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway uh, read the wrong Best Picture winner at the Academy Awards. Mm. That only happens at stuff like this. So now that you're removing the element of people actually attending and you're removing the element of a crowd, it becomes much more likely that it's going to be totally scripted, totally canned, totally boring. And so I'm wondering what can be done to liven things up and add some sort of an element of unpredictability. I'd love to see, for instance, um, certain celebrities, maybe they pick 200 Hollywood 
A-listers that mm -hmm. are given the ability to Zoom bomb while other people are talking. So they can actually okay. break in uh, in the middle of a presentation or in the middle of an acceptance speech. You might see Tom Hanks or Alan Alda. That's or literally not possible. I don't think that's possible. I mean, Why not? it's like really far-fetched. I don't know. It's because it's just, you have to plan everything. And that's what they do with these things. They plan it and they edit it to a T. They can't just they can't just do that. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of a dumb idea. I don't know. I don't think, I don't think it is at all. I think um, that there's some, there's got to be some sort of element of unpredictability. And uh, the closest that we see so often is Ellen trying to take a selfie with people in the crowd before she was canceled, that was. And <laughs> I think we've got to try and bring some element of excitement that people really want to watch. Even the Grammys. Remember the best part of the only the best part of the Grammys was when um, Kanye West interrupted Taylor Swift's uh, acceptance speech a few years ago. There's got right. to be some opportunity for that. And I think my idea, in spite of what you say, of giving certain celebrities the ability to zoom yeah. on. Right, sure, Frank, in theory, that sounds like okay awesome that will will be great for them but that's not going to happen this is the first time they're doing a, an award show televised you know virtually so i think there's going to be a lot of kinks to work out and i think that while your yeah your idea might be good to you i don't know it sounds pretty sloppy and it could just be well, a total well, mess a, but that is the difference between you and me lauren mm. uh, you see things as they are and ask why i dream of things that never were and ask why not okay well you know what that sounds like your problem <laughs> anyway okay so let's move on to some of the the nominees this year mm. first i do want to start with the snubs because um i've been very vocal about some of these snubs and i'm not happy about some of them so okay let's start with tom pelfrey and ozark because i know you've seen ozark now tom, i have not seen ozark oh you haven't no. Oh, I thought, okay, so you're the only person um, in the world. Okay, that's fine. So Tom Pelfrey, he played uh, Laura Linney's brother on Ozark, and I don't want to give too much away for, for you, but he was you. absolutely incredible. I think he gave the performance of his life, and um, I actually watched him on Banshee. Did you ever see that on Cinemax? I haven't, no. Okay, so that's a, that's a show that's not super popular. It's not super... Um, you know, not a lot of people know it. And it's, it's been off the air, I think, for two years. But he was great in that. He played this crazy, psycho, white supremacist turned good guy. Um, but, and you know what? His character in, in Ozark was somewhat similar. But um, he was amazing and he got completely snubbed. So I was very upset at that. Um, I know we talked about on your radio show, Cynthia Erivo, um, on, it's called Outsider. I don't know if you've, you've seen that. Probably not, Frank. I, I haven't. You know, I, I actually, there's a much shorter list of shows that I have seen than ones mm. that I, I watch one show at a time with my wife, and then I watch one show individually, and I never watch more than one show simultaneously. Okay, you should start because it's just helpful when you are living in current events and life and, and these things it, are going on. So I'm a bigger guy. I got a lot of things to do. I totally, totally get that. But with you. I was on the radio for six <laughs> hours today. I, I, I want to go home and sleep, not go home. <laughs> not and watch a show. Well, that's fair. 12 hours of TV. 
That's fair. Um, however, I just want to binge watch. But so, so Outsider, that is a, a Stephen King show. And that I liked for the first two or three episodes. And I finished it just because my husband wanted to finish it. But it got huh. way too sci-fi for me. I'm not into that sci-fi shit. But Cynthia Erivo was amazing. Again, I thought she gave one of the greatest performances of all time. Um, so I was really disappointed to see her not nominated. And then- well- yeah, I'm go disappointed ahead. for you, if mm. that's the case. So well, thank you. I, I thank you. So and then Reese Witherspoon, I mentioned this before. I don't understand why she wasn't nominated for Little Fires Everywhere, Big Little Lies, and um The Morning Show, because she was fabulous in all of them. And specifically for me, Big Little Lies. Or sorry, so, Little Fires Everywhere. That's tell, yeah. Tell me about this organization that actually makes the Emmy nominations. Who are they? Who who are they so comprised of? What do they do? It's a board, it's a the peers basically. So, and it's, it's the four-year consideration, like people vote on this. And I, I had the theory that again, we discussed on your radio show that people are a little bit angry with Reese for getting this huge payout amid COVID times where people at Quibi were getting laid off and sorry, Quibi gave her this large payout to narrate this nature show. And her husband is the head of content at Quibi. And meanwhile, Quibi is not doing well and they had to lay a ton of people off. So I think people were like, Reese, you like, really, you, you really are going to take this right now, which it's, again, it's not her fault. And you actually said, isn't that her job to, to narrate shows or, or act in shows and get paid? And, and yes, it is. But I, I just think she's been punished for this, this huge payday uh, amid, amid COVID. Well, so. that's a shame uh, if, if that's the case. And uh, I, do, uh, I do wonder about this television academy that, uh, that makes these nominations. What do they take into, into consideration? Uh, it seems a shame that uh, she's not being judged solely on her own merits. But I guess and this is my opinion. I don't actually know this. Like, let me just say this is not factual. Oh, please, you're an insider. Yeah, you know I'm not. Saying. I'm not really, though. But it's the same reason why I think, like, Adam Sandler doesn't get nominated or why he didn't get nominated for Uncut Gems. It's just, like, these people, uh, you know, it, they form these biased opinions and they stick with them no matter how good your performance is. If you piss them off in one way or another, then, you, you know, you're not getting nominated. So, um, yeah, I'm very disappointed for Reese. Also, there's this show on FX called Dave. Um, this is a very specific show that I'm not sure a ton of people would like. However, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And mm. I thought it was a very well-written show. And I was just really surprised that it didn't get nominated. It's this white Jewish rapper in LA trying to make it. He's he's super filled with anxiety. And he surrounds himself with, with people that built him up. But these people that he's friends with, they're bipolar. And they did a whole episode about, you know, bipolarism. It's just, it's a great show. And I thought that it was just a shame that um, nobody from that show got nominated. Well, um, I, I, I am sorry to hear that. Um, but uh, were there any nominees that you agreed with? Yeah, a lot of them. I was okay. super psyched for Jason Bateman for Ozark. Um He's just so good. I love him on uh, Arrested Development and, and the Hogan family. Well, and I think people argue that Jason Bateman always plays the same type of character. Like you could put him in any movie and he would just fit right, right in without even knowing what the film was because he's always kind of the same. But I do think that he had sort of an edge to him as to, you know, to play this Marty Bird character. And I think that Ozark, I think it's up there with Sopranos right now with the way yeah. the last season ended. Do you have, well, first of all, that's pretty high praise. I'm going to, I may have to check this out or at least mm. put it on my list. But do you have a favorite Jason Bateman film? Mm. <sighs> that's tough. 
What I'm trying to think. I do always like horrible bosses. He's always funny in that. Um, right. And he's, he was also really good in the change up with Ryan Reynolds. I really like that movie too. I don't know. I didn't see that one, but, uh, certainly horrible bosses is good. If I had to pick, uh, first of all, I loved him on Arrested Development, as I mentioned, but if I had to pick, I couldn't pick one, but if I had to pick Mm. three, I love, uh, Game Night. Did you see Game Night? Oh yeah, that's fine. I, I liked Game Night. I like that movie where he's an evil spelling bee person. Bad words. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was good. I forgot he was in that. That's good. Yeah, he's a big, yeah. big He's a star of that. Mm. And then my favorite, I think, um, for emotional reasons, if not for cinematic reasons, is probably Teen Wolf Two. Oh, I I don't re- I don't remember him in that. I guess that's like. Well, he from was the, the 80s, star. 90s? Yes, yes, I thought 80s. Michael J. Fox was Teen Wolf, no? He's Teen Wolf, Teen Wolf 1. And then uh, he's okay. Teen, in Teen Wolf 1, Michael J. Fox plays Scott Howard, and then and then Jason Bateman plays his cousin in Teen Wolf 2. It's terrific. I feel like I need yeah. to see this. I feel like, what's going on right now? I feel like, like FOMO, yeah, to the, the well, max. Again, I haven't seen the film in 20 years. It's possible it's not as good as I remember it. But Don't you hate when that happens? Good. When you like talk about how great it is and you haven't seen it, but it was so great when you were like 13 and then all of a sudden exactly. you're like, oh, this actually is not that good. There was a movie that that we said this about or a show that I was like, wait, I don't remember what it was. I think it was Labyrinth. I tried to make my daughter watch Labyrinth and I was like, this is not quite what I thought it was when I was like, mm-hmm. 10 but anyway um so so you were one of the people that watched the mandalorian is that right i did not but i do oh, like didn't. Star Wars. okay yeah. i thought you did watch it because yeah my husband watched it he loved it i am not into it but i'm super happy for them they got a ton of nominations um and you know i, I still won't watch it to be quite honest but you'll well, have well. to yeah you'll have to let me know I appreciate your candor. I am a Star Wars fan. I just cannot afford to pay for any more streaming services. I wish I could pay, you know, a lump sum for all the streaming services, kind of like I do with my cable bill, and then have access to everything. It's just, you go dizzy. You got to have Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and Disney Plus and Peacock oh, yeah. and CBS All Access. Peacock is free, is it not? I, I can't keep track. I don't well, know. Well, wait, and Disney Plus, they give you like a year or something like that with like your phone. I don't know. You should really I, look, look into that. I am just not ready to commit to another TV show at this point in my life. Go mm. like Okay, fine, fine. Okay, so. I do like Star Wars though, so. So I, Watchmen, did you, did you see Watchmen? Is that. I saw the film Watchmen. I have not seen the series Watchmen. Okay, so that's another one that got a ton of nominations that unfortunately I'm just not into those type of shows, so I don't watch it and I probably won't, but I've heard great things about it and, you know, I, again, I I can't disagree with what everybody's saying. Um, So you haven't seen it at all? It's not uh, that you don't No, I mean, I I think maybe my husband, again, watches that, so I've walked in on an episode and maybe I've watched it for a little bit, but it's just not my type of show. Um, and again, like you said, I, unlike you, I watch a lot of shows at once. Well, I, uh, I love the graphic novel Watchmen, which I read and I, I really enjoyed the film. So I would like to see the, uh, the, the, the television program. I'm curious if it takes place in the same reality as the film or if it's totally separate, but I guess that's not a question that you can answer. No, it's definitely not. Um, I did interview Tim Blake Nelson earlier this year, who's in the show, um, at like the Writers Guild Awards, it was very random. Um, but he's a great actor. He's in it. You know him, I'm sure. He's no. no. I'm sure I know him by face. You but, probably uh, would. You probably would. He was extremely nice. Um, he smells a little like mothballs. I'm thinking about it now. But um, he was really, really nice guy. Um, and he's yeah, he's in the show and he's a great actor. So 
I just want to talk about um, lead actor and lead actresses in a drama series. So we've got outstanding lead actresses, Jennifer Aniston in The Morning Show, Olivia Coleman, The Crown, Jodie Comer, Killing Eve, Laura Linney, Ozark, Sandra Oh, Killing Eve, and Zendaya in Euphoria. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say you've seen none of these shows. Uh, I don't believe I have, no. Okay. But then, I mean, I've heard good things about many of them. Yes, totally. So this is a super stacked category, and I don't even know who could possibly win, except for, so I tried to watch Euphoria with Zendaya for like one episode. I think that show was a little bit young for me, so I didn't really get into it, but I know a lot of people were surprised at, at her nomination. Um, I will say, obviously, Olivia Coleman is incredible. Um, and Jennifer Aniston, I just, I'm always rooting for her in life, like no matter what. So I was thrilled yeah, when she's she- had, She's had a tough time. She's had some bad knocks. So I mean, whatever. Time. She's fine. She's Jennifer Aniston. Let's not even like, let's not, yeah, world's tiniest violin. But I just mean like, I really, I love her. I support her. And I was thrilled when she got the SAG award for the morning show. So I'm kind of hoping she wins. Um, I do think that Laura Linney is incredible in Ozark because I want to punch her character in the face all the time. So that <laughs> means she's doing a great job. So um, uh, let's go to supporting, or not supporting, let's go to lead male um, in a show, in a drama series. Drama series, <laughs> this is also kind of a crazy, um, crazy category. Jason Bateman for Ozark, Steve Carell, The Morning Show, Brian Cox, Succession, Billy Porter, Pose, Jeremy Strong, Succession, and Sterling K. Brown, This Is Us. So go ahead. Uh, again, I, I, I'm familiar with many of the actors. I like uh, Sterling K. Brown. I liked him in that OJ miniseries. And mm. I like uh, Jason Bateman, certainly. But I can't say that I've seen their performances in any of these shows. Okay. Do you watch Succession? I've never seen it, no. Oh, gosh. I'm so shocked. That show is, like, so you. Um, you no, should check I'm it out. Sure. I, it's on my list. I keep a list on my phone that I've showed you of shows that everybody has told me that I would love, but that I've never seen one minute of, of one episode of. It's just... Uh, yeah, it's that's great true. You actually just finished Boardwalk Empire, so you're, like, so late to the game yeah, for everything. Yeah, I'm thinking of starting... My friend is trying to get me to start this, the West Wing, uh, but uh, I know that's, you know, many years old, so I'm not sure gosh. if I should go with that or a show that's a little more contemporary. So. Actually, that's so funny because there's times where I do that. Like I actually watched, I think it was like three years ago, I watched The Shield from start to finish. Do you remember that show? I never saw it, but I know it had the guy from the commission. Yeah. <laughs> and I, there's like seven seasons and I just love like cop shows like that. So yeah. I watched it and I was really happy I did. But again, it's like there's so many shows like right now that you could be watching. But anyway, um, I don't know. Steve Carell, I love him so much, but he wasn't, I don't think he's really deserving of this nomination. Um, Billy Porter, I also really like him, but I don't think that um, this past season in Pose was a, a stretch for him. Uh, I don't know. I do love Sterling K. Brown. He's amazing. And I love Brian Cox. So, and obviously Jason Bateman. So I'd say those three are my, are my picks. Um, and then outstanding lead actress in a drama series. So this is interesting. Um, this category is, is also very stacked. Helena Bonham Carter for The Crown, Laura Dern, Big Little Lies, Julia Garner, Ozark, Tandy Newton, Westworld, Fiona Shaw, Killing Eve, Sarah Snook, Succession, Meryl Streep, Big Little Lies, and Samira Wiley, The Handmaid's Tale. Um, my pick for this is hands down Julia Garner in Ozark. I know this is like a theme for me, but once you watch her, you will know why. Um, 
I now, do, when you say it's your pick, are you picking the one that you think is most likely to win, or are you picking the one that you think is most deserving of winning? So this is my pick for who I would like to see win. Most deserving. I'm not really sure. I mean, uh, that's that's up in the air. That's all opinion, too, most deserving. Um, well, I mean, everything's opinion. Sure, right? but I, I just mean, like, who? yeah, that's my opinion, who I think is like, most deserving. I don't know. I don't freaking know, Frank. Like, what? All these people, like like Meryl Streep, does she really deserve for Big Little Lies? Not really. She's a fantastic actress. But in this, I don't know if she deserves it for this. Um, Samira Wiley in The Handmaid's Tale is great, but I think that show completely fell off the last season. I was so into it. And then I was like, eh, not so much anymore. Oh. Um, but, but yeah, I don't know. Um, and Sarah Snook, people are obsessed with Sarah Snook in succession. Like, and don't get me wrong. She's lovely. She is, she is great in it. I just don't quite see the obsession behind I mean you know what I mean I get it like if you're a guy she's got this like you know this this character where she's like super smart super hot super powerful so I, I, I don't know I, I kind of get it but yeah I, I think that she might have a chance at winning all right well we wish you the best of luck certainly yeah sure okay so outstanding <laughs> actor in a drama series um we've got Nicholas Braun succession no thanks uh Billy Crudup the morning show Kieran Culkin succession Mark Duplis the morning show uh, Juan Carlo Esposito, Better Call Saul, and Matthew McFadden, Succession. Uh, which one is Juan Carlo Esposito? Does he play? Wh- who does he play on Better Call Saul? He's um, I don't remember his name. He's he was in Breaking Bad as well. Um, I totally. Oh, uh, He's the he, drug dealer guy. That. Oh, he plays Gustavo Fring. Yes, thank you, um, thank you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that in a while. Him. I'm rooting for him. I like him. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I was also shocked at Mark Duplass. I love him, but his character in the morning show also wasn't um, so much a stretch, I guess. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I think, yeah, those are, oh, we just didn't do lead actress in a comedy series um, hmm. or lead acting comedy series. So this one is interesting. Christina Applegate, dead to me. Love her. Rachel Brosnahan, the Marvel's Mrs. Maisel. Linda Cardinelli, dead to me. Catherine O'Hara, Schitt's Creek, Issa Rae, Insecure, and Tracy Ellis Ross. Ross Blackish. Well, um, I have only seen Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I am, uh, we're watching season two right now, and I realize this nomination reflects season three, but I think uh, Ms. Brosnahan is a very talented actor, and I find her quite amusing on Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and I would not be at all upset if she were to win. I agree with you on that. I think she is actually a genius. I don't see, I think that she personally like looks at a script and the way she delivers her lines and her character's lines is so different than a lot of actresses would. I just think that, yeah, her comedic timing is so brilliant. um, And I totally agree. Even though I told you, I I didn't love season three um, as much as the other past seasons. I loved season one and two. Um, I did love Christina Applegate and Dead to Me. That is a very funny series. Um, Season one, again, better than season two, but I did enjoy both seasons. And she is also a brilliant comedic actress to me. Um, yeah, I liked her on Married with Children as Kelly Bundy. I thought she was very good in that yeah, role. Yeah, you were about 20 years uh, <laughs> too mm. late. But yeah, but that's great. Another she, was in, um, she was in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, which I enjoyed. 20 uh, years ago. Yep, okay. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, that's when I was familiar with her. Now, I, did, I think I saw her on Broadway about 13 years ago in a performance of Sweet Charity, but it could have been somebody else. I think that was probably somebody else. 
I'm not familiar. It sounds like it could have been like Jane Kokowski or something, but uh, anyway. Okay. So uh, outstanding lead actor in a comedy series, Anthony Anderson, Blackish, Don Cheadle, Black Monday, Ted Danson, The Good Place, Eugene Levy, Schitt's Creek, Michael Douglas, The Kaminsky Method, and Rami Youssef for Rami. Well, by the way, I will say, I just looked up, Christina Applegate was in Sweet Charity 15 years ago. So, Ms. Broadway, I will write. Okay, okay fine. Um, what do you want? You want a cookie? Um, well, I, I, you know, my figure is already not looking the best, so I'm going oh, to pass on it. <laughs> you can buy me a uh, buy me a a a, a low calorie drink. Okay, I'll buy you a skinny you margarita for being okay. correct. Okay, so yeah, there you go, guys. Christina Applegate was on Broadway in Sweet Chariot. Um, charity, charity. Sorry. So okay, so I I haven't seen Black Monday, but my sister in law is watching it, and she says it's so good. Um, and she, Regina Hall's in that show too, who I also love, Regina Hall. But um, in this category, if I had to pick, probably I'd go with Eugene Levy. Um, for Schitt's Creek. That seems to be a fan favorite. And that show is always great. Um, and, you know, I the Kaminsky Method always seems to win every year. And I always try to watch it. And I never get through it. Um, so Michael Douglas is a regular on a TV series currently? Yeah. He's been on that oh. show for a while. And again, no, it wins know, like I, every I, single year. I, it seems like, um, you know, I, I know he's always nominated for stuff. But I thought it was like a mini series or something. I didn't know it was a regular it's a regular show yeah on netflix um Uh, you know he's uh he's an interesting guy i felt terrible when his uh, dad passed away uh this year another very talented actor but uh yeah i've always liked michael douglas going back to his days what was that show that he did the streets of san francisco back in i don't know that show that was good Hmm, you might have to look that one up for me to prove that's the name because I don't know it. Um, that is the name. <laughs> so outstanding uh, drama series, You'll Be Happy, Better Call Saul was nominated. I know you love that show. Phoenix. The Crown, The Handmaid's Tale, Killing Eve, The Mandalorian, Ozark, Stranger Things, and Succession. So, All right, well, so I'll go with the one that I've seen, which is Better Call Saul. And these are a lot of great shows. I do have to say, except I'm not a fan of Stranger Things anymore. Again, I was but I thought that it kind of went down some weird rabbit hole. And I think a lot of people that I've spoken to also agree, but every other show um, in this category, I, I think is definitely deserving. Uh, Definitely. So um, outstanding comedy series, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Dead to Me, The Good Place, Insecure, The Kaminsky Method, Method. Yeah. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Schitt's Creek, and What We Do in the Shadows. No, I have seen two of these shows. I think this is the first category in which I've seen two of the nominees. And I will say um, without reservation that Curb Your Enthusiasm was outstanding this season. And unlike a lot of shows that have continued for as long as they have, this is a show that has not lost one bit of edge off its fastball. And I think it deserves wholeheartedly to win. Hmm. Okay. I like that. I like that. I actually don't really know. I'm not, I like all of these shows, but I don't love all of them. And like I said, I haven't seen the Kaminsky method. I've only seen season one of the good place. So I'm actually not sure. Um, again, Mrs. Maisel, it, it's a good show. So I think that maybe it has the best chance of winning just because of past um, award shows, but who knows? I'm really not sure. Something funny about Curb Your Enthusiasm that I always loved Larry David for, I don't know if you remember this, but did you know he helped solve a murder? Um, Yes, there's actually a terrific documentary about it on Netflix. It's only a 45-minute 
um, documentary, but it's it's outstanding. I remember it when it happened. Yeah, the gang um, shooting, right? Yeah, it, yeah. It's called uh, Long Shot. Is the documentary people oh. have Netflix? They can watch it. It's terrific. Mm, I didn't know that. I just thought that was a crazy story. I heard it on a podcast the other day. Just just how forthcoming Larry David was, like by you know by giving the cops this footage that he hadn't even aired yet for his show, just because you know this guy was was getting ready to be sentenced here. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, but. Anyway, you know, Frank, this wasn't as bad as I thought. I mean, even though you haven't watched all the shows, you're still a fantastic guest. When, well, that's you're very kind, um, hmm. but that's not true. But we're not doing any of the talk show categories. Is that? Is that I don't really care about the talk shows, but I guess okay. we can. Um, so, outstanding variety talk show series. We've got the Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Full Frontal with Samantha B, Jimmy Kimmel Live, and uh, uh, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, and The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. You know, I, I haven't seen many of these, uh, but I have heard that Samantha B has said some very negative things about you. So uh, uh, <laughs> I'm rooting against her. And whenever I've seen clips of her online or promos for her show, it seems a little bit. Uh, I know every show is political now, but it seems a little bit too mm-hmm. political for uh, for a um, for a comedy show. So, so I guess to- you haven't been watching all of them because, I mean, John Oliver. And Trevor Noah and Samantha B, I would say, are all equally political. They yeah. always have been. Uh, um, well, yeah. So, so be it. So be it. So that I mean, yeah, that's that's my opinion. And I I actually think Samantha B is super funny. I think her the writing on her show is is great. Um, I love Jimmy Kimmel. I'm I always root for him. I think he's so funny. And I I really miss since I haven't been in NYC. I miss like his taxi cab clips. I love those. Those always make me laugh. And I love his. Um, do you remember the celebrity mean tweets? When he has um, the celebrity read yeah, the mean funny. tweets. That's that so funny, funny yeah. Frank. Like that to me was like genius. I loved, there's been a couple that have just been so good. Like when some of these basketball players are talking about like someone tweeting about how they look like a mutant and they just read it. And it's so funny. I don't know, but. No, no, no he is, he's very clever. Absolutely. And a, yeah. a gifted uh, impressionist and a very talented musician, actually. Yeah, I didn't know he was a musician. Um, but yeah, you could listen to. Um, Jimmy Fallon doing the No, Neil I'm talking Young. Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel. Oh, I always get them confused. Wait, hold on. Uh, I think I got it confused too. Then does Jimmy Fallon do the mean tweets or Kimmel? Now I'm confused. No, I think you're right. It is Kimmel. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do love Jimmy Fallon. So another guy that's not only too political now, but he's um he's way too thin. Uh, and you know, here's a guy, I, I used to like him a lot when he was doing win Ben Stein's money. Mm. Uh, and you know, he made his career like basically telling vulgar jokes with, um, shows like the man show. And now like he jumps yeah. on the politically correct bandwagon. It's just gag me. I just, I'm over <laughs> Well, to each his own. Okay. I, I get it. I get it. Um, but, but yeah, I, I also was a little disappointed in, in Jimmy Fallon not being nominated. And I know a lot of people were upset about James Corden not being nominated. And actually James Corden, I heard is tapped to possibly replace Ellen if she decides that she's going to yeah, step away well, or if she gets people, canceled. A lot of people find James Corden mildly amusing. So that would be a, that would be a fine choice. He, um, he's fine to me. He's a great performer. I actually loved him in the Into the Woods movie where he played the baker. Um, I don't know if you've yeah. seen that. Probably not, but that's okay. No. Um, so are you happy that we covered the talk show portion? 
I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. Okay. It's, the, uh, it's one category that I feel like I can relate to. I'm interested in seeing all these shows. There's just too many things on to watch. You know, the Emmys 20 years ago, 25 years ago, you could easily see all the shows. Okay, if you saw Third Rock from the Sun, Seinfeld, mm -hmm. ER, Friends, uh, The X-Files, uh, you were covered. You saw almost everything. You knew True. a bunch of people in every category. Now there's just too many things to watch. Who's got the time? I know. They're all like an hour plus. I get that. Um, and it's funny because I'm not usually into those shows that are just like on ABC for 30 minutes and I have to wait through commercials and blah, blah, blah. I don't like those anymore because to me, I'm like, I don't have time for that. Right, nobody but nobody, yeah. Nobody's watching them. You're, you're right. All the energy is clearly in the streaming and cable realm. No doubt about right. it. Yeah, totally. Um, well, Frank, is there anything else that, that you know, you think we should cover here? Well, what are you, is there anything non-Emmy related that you're interested in commenting on? I don't know. I think that this episode was, was just for the Emmys. Just right, a, an, well, an Emmy special. Um, but I can't help but think that, he, I know I was a last minute replacement guest and <laughs> you know, begging, beggars can't be choosers. But I, I can't help but think that, you know, you might have been better served with a guest who's actually seen some of the shows that they were going to be commenting on. You know, maybe, but I always enjoy our banter, I have to say. So, so you know, and, and this is, I think this is, I thought about it too. And I was like, you know, I might, should probably hit someone up in the entertainment space, but right. you know, I don't, I know that I already have great rapport with Frank Morano. So I think that things would flow better. Well, if, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah. And yeah, Corey would be a good person to talk to for the Marconi awards when they give out all the awards for, the radio business, because I know, I, I listen to what's on radio, and I can tell sure. you, so-and-so is deserving, and so-and-so is not, but do we have any update what's happening with the Marconi Awards this year? No, I, I have no idea. I haven't been paying attention, um, unfortunately. That's not really, that's not really what excites me, but if it excites you, then you know what? I'm going to get excited about this. Well, whatever I can do to excite you, even if it's feigning excitement, over an award show. <laughs> and you know what? Last thing I wanted to say about this, um, I didn't bring up Kerry Washington um, because this is just funny. Uh, she's nominated, uh, or no, sorry. Is she nominated? No, Big li or big Little Fires Everywhere? No, she's not. No, she's not. No, she's not. I think I messed up. I think she's, oh no. Mm, no, she's not. Okay. Never know. We'll no, never know. I totally messed up. She was not nominated. Um, but I was, I was thinking about her and it's funny because I guess people agree with me that she makes these faces like that. She's always on the verge of tears, always on the verge of tears. It's really funny and really interesting um, that she keeps getting cast in these characters that are just so emotional all the time. But um, anyway, yeah, yeah you I wouldn't know her on the show. No, I, I'm very familiar with Kerry Washington. I saw her in Django Unchained. Oh yeah. Uh, she was really good in that. She was great in that. And I really enjoyed her on the show. Boston Public, where I believe mm. she played a teacher. I thought she was very good on that show. Yeah, she, um, no, she has her moment. She was good on Scandal. It just got old after a while, you know, all the time mm. crying and screaming and whatever. Um, and it's just funny because I was, I finished Little Fires Everywhere and then I decided to watch on Netflix. It's called American Son that she's in. And it's actually like a four person cast. And that movie, I mean, you could, it's, I thought it was very powerful, but you could skip it because there's a lot of banter in it, but she does the same thing where she kind of cries throughout the whole movie. So, um, then I will skip it. Well, so. I think it's better done as a play. It was on Broadway with Carrie Washington and Stephen Pasquale, but yeah. Um, but anyway, all right, so, guys. Yeah. So I guess we will see 
Um, in a few weeks, September 20th, if any of my or Frank predictions were, were correct. Um, and then we'll do a recap episode. I want to make clear, I will watch the, the Emmys because um, I like award shows, even if I don't know what they're awarding. Mm. But um, the, my, my selections were not predictions, they were preferences. Okay, so fine. I guess mine were, mine were a little bit of the same, um, but whatever. Predictions, preferences, yeah. Who, who gives a crap? Um, all right. Well, thanks for joining me, Frank Morano. And guys, until next week, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Red Carpet Rendezvous. Until next time. Until next time.